Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and Dungeon Master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Daniel, playing Chidfleet. Ale, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. And I play Leowen. Waffle, playing Tarjux. We have no fan mail, so who wants to give us a recap of what happened last time on The Alchemist Club? We had the big showdown in the navigation room with uh, Alabaster Ravenwood and the command staff of the Valor of Jux. And Ravenwood immediately got in his little Dr. Evil escape pod <laughs> and uh, rocketed off towards the sunset with the Scion of the Storm in hot pursuit. Uh, Leyland blew up a console and several people, and then the people were like, hey, that console was important. And just kind of shrugged and went, yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. And then after some punching and stabbing and shed freezing dozens upon dozens of soldiers. There was some the... people eaten as well, I believe. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. It, it shed is eating sapient beings. Because it's no. no judgment, but I was just like curious. No. <laughs> no. no. Not no. whole, mind you. Like, like not even a chunk. No. Alright. Chad doesn't swallow. They're not sapiens <laughs> when they're dead. Chad is oh, oh, that's people. the loophole we're using. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, the outside of the ship got all lightning-y and... Because of the blown-up console, yeah. Because of the blown-up console, and we relayed a message through Desmond to tell the gnomes to pull the plug, and they pulled the plug, by which I mean banished the elemental back to their home reality mm -hmm. and I mean, of um, we, we as, as much as we can assume like well the gnomes specifically told us like banishment was successful so uh, unless, unless they're they just bullshitting they told us like the disconnect or whatever Clear, clearly it is like no longer connected to the ship along with you know that's what. It, so the didn't they power. specifically tell us that banishment was successful they said I haven't listened to the most recent episode, uh, so I'm hesitant to confirm or deny anything that I may or may not have said. Okay. Um, one way or the other, uh, the elementals have been taken care of. Okay. Um, and then I blew apart uh, Alabaster Ravenwood's glider escort with a massive tornado. And uh, then grabbed the unconscious commander of the Valor of Jux and flew off towards the edge of the continent. Yes, that is that is precisely where we left off. Uh, so we're going to start with Terra Jux uh, flying Alabaster Ravenwood out to the void. Yeah, so on my way there, uh, what I would like to be doing is frisking this unconscious commander's body for any, like spell reagents or casting focus or magic items or anything he might have as like a like a last trick because teleport i don't scrolls yeah just, teleport scrolls know, any stopping. of that i'm like emptying out his pockets i'm like i'm feeling around in his coat seams to be like do you have any secret teleport coins sewn into the hem um i i want to basically try to confiscate anything from him that might be magical or uh, useful. <laughs> Make an investigation check, and I'm yeah. tempted to 
impose disadvantage on this because you're doing it midair. That's yeah, that's fair. Um, how how far away is it to the the edge of the continent? Because like, would I be able to land at the cliff face overlooking the void? When yeah, I it's it's okay. like a few miles off. Okay. Uh, that ooh, that's a nineteen. Okay. Uh, you turn out his pockets, you check all of the, like, Juxian military-approved secret pockets and compartments <laughs> that are present in every military uniform. Uh-huh. Um, they're not really that secret. You find a couple of spell scrolls, um, which okay. you, I mean, you could take the time to try and parse out what they're for. Eventually. Not right now. Um, there's a collapsible dagger uh in one of his pockets okay and that's really about it all right um i take off his coat and his boots okay just as a a last minute precaution and then um i would like to uh drag this body up to the the edge of the continent itself leaning out and peering down over the open sky and I, uh, I hoist him up for a brief moment and look back towards the burning wreckage of the Valor of Jux on the distant horizon. And I say, Ravenwood, our crimes were the same. We both loved our country too much. And may the storm grant you some judgment, some mercy that I am not capable of showing. And then I push him off the edge of the continent into the storm. And he falls, and he vanishes into the anchor cloud. And I, I stay there, sitting on that ledge, and I watch silently for a long, long while. Okay, uh, we'll go back to the rest of the party. <laughs> <laughs> the Valor... just gonna, just gonna sit there for a long, long while. Meanwhile, on the other side of Gotham City. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, everybody else is in a fucking panic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Valor uh... of Jux is tumbling out of the sky now that it goes from like a a gentle spanish guitar melancholy to just like (laughs) no it's it's just like the submarine alarm yeah yeah um yeah uh i believe you were in the process of an evacuation uh when last we left our heroes the the remaining bridge crew uh is is Filing out with us. They, we were being led by me because I am light. I glow in the dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're trying to give me directions, presumably? Yes. Yeah. They're attempting to uh, show you the, the most efficient way to the nearest, like, sustainable exit. Um, and they do so. Uh, you find yourselves back in the hangar bay that you first entered from. Of course, all of the gliders are out. Yep. Um, so now the question is, how do you exit the Valor of Jux? Is anything on fire? Would be nice oh. if someone nearby had feather fall yeah, for a whole would, bunch of people. It? Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't that be great? Are there... Um, Jux has, like, parachutes, I assume, right? Yes. Okay. Would they have extra racks of those, or do they only have enough for, like, just the glider crews? 
there's um there's one extra rack. There's not enough for everybody present here. Okay. Well, I, I yell at the crew and I was like, "What's the, what's the evacuation plan for something like this? Surely you've trained or talked about in the event of this happening." No, the the valor of Jux was supposed to be unbreakable. It's unsinkable. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't any way to get rid of the elementals that were keeping it in the air. Boy, do I have news for you. Okay. Right. Is, is there a fire nearby? Is anything on fire nearby? No. Okay. Well. Oh, God, I have to make some then. <laughs> okay. um, well, I tell the Juxian troops to, to tell all the Juxian troops to grab all the parachutes then. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Leyland has built up an immunity to fall damage by microdosing it. <laughs> Ched, Ched can fly, so it's yeah. just Fallrock and I really that need something. Where's the the wreck of our ornithopter? Um, I believe it didn't quite make it in. If I recall oh, right. correctly, we... yeah, it caught on the lip, and you had to like exit before it slipped off. Okay, I mean, okay, okay. I could just slap one of you with polymorph and turn you into something that can fly. Pterodactyl. Sure. Do that to fall. I'm here for it. Okay. Uh, hope you know how to quack. And I polymorph <laughs> polymorph fall rock into a majestic mallard. <laughs> <laughs> I quack loudly and angrily. It's a regular sized duck? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. He can fl- they can fly, right? Like, there's no dire ducks. Would you would you rather right? fight 100 duck-sized Falrocks or one Falrock-sized duck? Uh, one one Falrock-sized duck, thank you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do have time to prepare? I, the duck... Falrock the duck shakes his head just angrily and just trots over just to the edge i assume like donald duck grumbling under his breath the whole way oh no like like an actual duck that just yeah 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 fall rat downhill uh-huh god no all right of you reach the uh the edge of the hangar bay what happens? I would next? say something resembling a plan of where to meet each other, but instead I just leave. <laughs> it just, just takes flight. <laughs> yep. Whoosh. Um. Yeah. Okay. Falrock has exited the building. Um. Have all the tr- are all the troops off yet? There aren't enough parachutes well, for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> You just gonna drop that fact on us? Yeah. I mean, he said there weren't enough parachutes earlier. I did. All right. Jesus. We just we presume Ched, that it, call, we're we're Ched, done. Call, Ched, call for Desmond. Tell him we need some sort of evacuation for the. Um. Falrock <laughs> had the sending stone. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Exquisite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a beeline for Guys, we were doing 
<laughs> what can you wild shape into that can sustain any sort of weight? How about a dragon? Yeah. Okay. A wild shape or a polymorph? <laughs> well, I can't polymorph again. I can't concentrate on two spells. Yeah. Or I risk. <laughs> I risk. Um, Just choosing focus yeah, on fine. them. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. right. So I'll, I'll use my other day's wild shape to wild shape into um, a young white dragon. Okay. How many soldiers are left here? Uh, let's say twenty. How many can fit on a young white dragon? How many um, humanoids I mean, can? I mean, it's a only large, young right? White yeah. dragon carry. How many people can ride a dragon? D and D Beyond rules and game clarifications. Oh boy, this it's is already for been answered. A normal adult dragon, but I would be interested to know the same for an ancient or young dragon. An adult red dragon has a strength of 27, a uh, carrying capacity of, okay, blah, 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 fly off with an elephant, um, about 12 max for an adult. So, let's say half that for a young dragon. Alright, I motion to the six nearest ones, I was like, get on, get them to the surface, come back up, Go. Uh, they hop on to Ched. Oh, okay. They're actually... Sure. Yeah, I'll uh, fly I them. mean, it's better than being down. up here. Like, how quickly are we descending? Uh, it's getting faster. Jesus. That's how gravity works. <laughs> yes. What is the we terminal velocity terminal. of an enormous <laughs> airship? <laughs> I'm not Are there any gnomes? There's no gnomes nearby doing no. anything no, here. There were only two manned ornithopters around the Valor of Jackson. One of them, the pilot, died. Uh. I've been... I've been. All of your, your bad luck and poor decision-making has been saved for this episode. <laughs> yep. If I, if I started flying back there now, I... I assume the Valor of Jux would have impacted before I could reach the... Uh, yeah, because you yeah. very specifically said that you were going to You're sit there for a long, long, long time. Yes. You are not yeah, present I, for any of this. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> good. So, I'm shepherding some some, uh, some of the crew down to the, the ground. Uh-huh. Desmond, what are, you, what are you doing? What's Teliferous up to? I'd like to know if the... the ship falling out of the sky is going to hit uh, any part of the city or not. Uh, it doesn't the look like... The woods. Well, the Gnomish forward base. Oh. Which is kind of city-like. Um, mm. And it it does look like there's a good chance that maybe not the Valor of Jux itself, but debris from the crash will actually hit some of the, the Gnomish tents. Okay. So I can, like go and evacuate the gnomes from their forward base. That seems like and a just good have idea. Them like, yeah, just have them grab onto the, the roots and I'll just pull them out. Okay. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. You are in the process of making sure that the gnomes are 
uh, safe. And it's very easy to persuade them to get onto Teliferous. One, because there's very clearly a large airship falling towards the ground. Uh, two, they are fascinated to be on the Teliferous and able to, to get a peek at the systems there. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Uh, okay, so that is ongoing and good, because otherwise there were going to be some casualties. Uh, let's go back to the panicked evacuation efforts. Uh, you still have, what, like, a dozen, ten, uh, Juxian military crew members, uh, who are now looking very uncomfortable as the ship starts to go down. Farrakh has presumably landed somewhere safe in his... Uh, oh, like, I was trying to go towards Teliferous to quack at Desmond. Oh, okay. Because I heard what was happening as I left. <laughs> I'm probably not going to be able to get there, but I'm at least out of the way. I mean, you do, because Desmond is ferrying, <clears throat> has parked to load up a bunch of gnomes. So you fly onto the, the bridge. And Desmond, quack. an angry duck, fly, an angry luminescent duck lands on the bridge and starts quacking at you. What's wrong, quacky? Somebody's falling down the well. Whack! 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 My friends are in trouble. <laughs> whack! And there's a distinct nod. <laughs> One quack for no, two quacks for yes. <laughs> uh, okay. So, well, crap. Okay, we're gonna have well, to rescue quack. the nobles first, and then and then we could go help them. <laughs> quack, quack. Oh, boy. What do you mean that they don't? What do you mean that they're going to die first? <laughs> <laughs> and there's a series of quacks that I am not feeling like ducking out, uh -huh. where I'm trying to explain that the ship is falling faster than the, everything else. Okay. I mean, we're going to have to do some weird stuff. Yes. <laughs> You sure are. Reverse points so, well maneuver. So my first question here is that can um, Fallquack still at use the guns while in duck form? <laughs> Wait, what can 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 Fallquack pilot the ship still? Can... And also, would duck form affect what happens with the guns? <laughs> it just fires bread. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's Sonic. They're Sonic now. Oh, yeah, they're just... <laughs> There's only one way to find out. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just thinking, okay. like, you could you could try to, like, shoot down some of the debris with your lasers, or, like... I don't know. I, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh, boy. We really need, like, a snub fighter. Yeah. Okay, sharp. <laughs> um, so, Farrakh conveys this information to Desmond, somehow. Um, he speaks duck. What's so weird about that? Somehow. <laughs> yeah, um, ducks speak Aquan. <laughs> uh, they, they speak a little bit of conversational Aquan because they're ducks. Huh. Sure. It, um... It, 
so Chud ferries six people down, and they are very eager to get off your back as soon as they've. Oh, I barrel roll when we get to the ground. So oh, just fall you just off dump and them. Continue flying. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We okay. get time is of the essence here. They can take a little bit of fall damage. Yeah. So oh, it's they're a lot less. Sprain their ankle. Big deal. It's a, it's a lot less compared to the fall damage they were going to take. That's you know fair. Um, do you think you've got enough time for, for one more trip? There are how many left? Nine, ten, thereabouts. Okay. okay. And oh, yeah, so Leyland's been thinking this, and think we should just toss them all on there because yeah, you can't necessarily carry them all, but you're just falling anyways. And better to have a little extra weight on a dragon than falling on a ship. So as long as you can get them to the ground a little bit safer than the ship, that seems better, right? I mean, yeah, and if my wings give out mid-flight, well, uh, you know, I'll just... I'll waltz back to my regular form and I'll die. <laughs> You'll be fine. Hey, here, Here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. I use... I use one of my points in my, you know, in my wild shape proficiency um, to add some extra sturdiness to some more the, wings. the wings. I mean, maybe even a second set of wings. Yeah, I was thinking. But then I was like, is that even, would that even work? I don't know. Yeah, you're like I don't a dragonfly. Know. I'll use a couple and I'll make them sturdier and I'll make them, I'll make more of them. Okay, all right. Just, just so I can try and parachute rather than actually fly. Turn into a draconic Glide. sugar glider. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I grow like really thin skin between all of my legs. <laughs> all right, everybody, on to the biblically accurate dragon. Go, go, go! <laughs> on to the dragon kite. <clears throat> oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. Um <laughs> from like tail tail to leg, leg to leg and leg to chin. There's just oh, additional skin. skin left. <laughs> but it's scaled. It's scaled, right? It doesn't, it doesn't look sure. Love how we... Oh yeah, sure it's scaled. That makes That's it better. better. <laughs> we, we we find the body horror every every chance, Chad. What it's not shape. It's not horror! What about this? It happens in nature! Yeah, you see a lot of scaled living kites in nature. There are flying snakes, and there are flying reptiles. Snakes don't even have legs! Dragons exist in this world! Giving them a little extra skin is not body horror. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I am, there are literal, there are literal horrors in this world, which I can't wild shape into. But this is not, this yes. is not body horror. One of right? them is named Ched Fleek. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the rest of the Juxian soldiers, after much encouragement from Leylin, get on to... <laughs> encouragement of the form of just pointing at the ground. Yeah, uh, get on to Ched's back. And you depart and fly, um, fly in air quotes, uh, leaving just Leolin on the Valor of Jux. Yep. 
Just, just me and my problems. <laughs> it's down. It's, ah, finally some quiet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have maybe ten seconds before the whole thing hits the ground. It's red hot in here now. Uh, the wind is whistling by you. There's like there's going to be a shockwave. All right. Well. Basically, is is there debris coming down as I'm as it's falling like around it, like big chunks of stone? Uh, not really. No, it's okay. it, like there wasn't any structural damage to the Valor of Jux. They just removed the power source. Okay, so basically, I'm just gonna go into my head and try to go into a shadow right as it hits the ground. And see what happens. We have established that your shadow step negates velocity. Or momentum, rather. So, uh, Yeah, it's a tight timing, but yeah, the physics checks out. The Valor of Jux hits the ground with a terrible rending sound. Um, metal and glass crashing and crunching and screeching. Um, a a small impact crater appears and a shockwave spreads out from the location, blowing over tents that were not um, previously um, in danger. Um, debris starts to fall from the, the, you know, the structural integrity of the airship starts to go and it begins to disintegrate and kind of break apart before your very eyes. And Leolin steps uh, into a shadow and out from under a tree nearby uh, and dusts a little bit of dust off of his shoulder. (laughs) Um, Desmond, you are tootling away with as many gnomes as you could fit in the amount of time that you had. Um, Falrock is sitting on... Uh, a bench on the bridge, uh, quacking. Quack. <laughs> Ched has landed somewhat gracelessly on the ground with, uh, you know, nine to ten Juxian soldiers on his back. And so ends the Valor of Jux. What do you do now? How... Am I able to show up at this point? I like if, you would if I had been flying there. Yeah, so <laughs> you would have heard that like. Oh no! I was watching it come down. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just assumed that you know yeah, everything was in hand. <laughs> everything was fine. I'm like, oh, my party. This is exactly how there. it was all planned out, of course. <laughs> well, so I was a little confused on the plan because I thought we were going to try to scuttle it down into the storm rather than. Yes, we were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this was somebody, not the plan. Somebody jumped the gun on turning the switch off, but um, I alight gently on the railing of the command balcony on Teliferous. I crouch there, and then I look at the the burning wreck, and I say, "No, we're not done here yet." What's this duck, Desmond? Is this your duck? Whose duck is this? It's it's, it's duck duck cop duck cop. <laughs> Yeah, 
I've got I've got an idea of how to get rid of the wreckage if uh, if you want. We oh. need to. Uh, I was I I pick up the duck. I'm like, hey, Chad. I put him on my shoulder. Um, <laughs> I just right. assume, you know. <laughs> uh, I was gonna ask probably Falrock or Leyland to get on the guns because we need to destroy the reactor or whatever's left of it. I do not want anybody anywhere to be reverse engineering this. If we can shunt the whole thing off the continent or get rid of it, or if you have a way, I, I, do. I love it, but we need it to get rid of it. starts by slitting that duck's throat. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that'll, that'll fix the problem. <laughs> I, I take this perfect away. glowing round boy and I look into his eyes like, ah, and he flies away and I'm like, ah, I get a bunch of wings in my face. Nah. What we do is we get we get Fall Rock to make some fire chains, and we hillbilly the crap out of this, and we just pull the wreckage <laughs> into the frizz. <laughs> I, Magnificent. I would like to put my hands on my hips and squint a little bit at the wreckage of the Valor of Jux. As I understand it, this thing is much bigger than Teliferous. But it's lighter. It Teliferous looks also. Teliferous is kind of like. Junk, junked. Like, I mean, it has been half destroyed. This baby could go for miles. <laughs> the command console's like on fire, isn't it? Like, well, then it'll hiss as it like steams the the water, the liquid off of my skin. <laughs> huh. <sighs> um, I mean, I'm willing to try it. I think a. For me, the the only ma part that really matters is the reactor. The rest of this is just sort of standard avionics. Well, I say we feed the reactor to the to the core and just get us a nice juke, nice boost. Well, there's there's no innate magical power left in it. I'm I want to destroy the containment vessel that was the reactor because I don't want Juxian scientists to come along and like reverse engineer it or not even a Juxian scientist. You know what? I don't want the gnomes to have it either. I don't want anybody anywhere to think this is a good idea because it's not. We're we're going scorched right. earth. Literally. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna go find Fall Rock uh, or Leyland. <laughs> not now, Ched. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. How long does this last? <laughs> That's like, a great question. Because I, I I have been a willing participant. Can I get out of this? Yeah, I was gonna slit your throat. Not... Oh, no, that, oh, that is oh. that is one hundred percent how it works. <laughs> yeah, because you you destroy the hit points of the duck, and, yeah. then... and then Fall Rock emerges. That's right. <laughs> oh God, uh, I hate it when Fall Desmond doesn't know that. Stupid, and it turns out to be correct. <laughs> <laughs> Polymorph lasts up to an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Chad turn you into a duck? <laughs> he could he could get on the teleferous at that size. Um, I I I say I'll be back in five minutes. I vault off the balcony. Uh, skydive past a bunch of gnomes that are like inspecting vines with magnifying glasses, and I go, "Don't touch anything!" And then um, I'm gonna do like a little sweep around the area to see if I see like Ched or Leyland or anybody or, or not Ched. Ched's a duck up in the um, Fall Rock or Leyland. There's just then... a dragon somewhere in there. <laughs> oh my God! There's a dragon. Where did the Chucksians get a dragon? Ched brought a second dragon. <laughs> um, and then the last thing I want to do once I've done a quick sweep is 
get some altitude and look down over the wreckage of the Valor of Jux and see if the engine room is like exposed to the air. And then I need to take a look inside there and see what we're working with as far as how much we have to dispose of. Right. There's there's a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of stuff. Like, it looks like it's, like, the main superstructure is mostly in one piece. There's been deformation and some, like, extraneous chunks have been lost. Um, but the vast majority of it is, is still all attached. Um, and I, I recognize the the shape of the reactor housing i assume like i can yes yeah pick that out and it's it's intact basically mm -hmm. okay it's all gotta go yep. yep the way i see it our options are either we cut this thing out with fall rocks gunpower and then like hoist the reactor and throw that over the edge or we lay in shadow magic just delete it um i I will return to the ship. Uh, hopefully, at some point, everybody else will reconvene and we will discuss this. Uh, yeah, uh, the rest of the party eventually reassembles. Um... Wait, Chad, you're a dragon? Who's this duck? <laughs> uh huh. I'm just chasing him around with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> it's an oracular duck. To, uh... The duck tries to walk up a wall and then can't. <laughs> yep. But um, I would not get in a fist fight with that duck. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> I have none of the training as a duck. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you can you can use a duck's natural weapons. You know, you don't need to be proficient <laughs> in... You retain in, your I... monk levels? Um, you, retain, you retain your mental stats. I'm pretty e sure. Yeah. Five e. Oh, I'm sure there's like a. There's I can't speak, cast spells, or take any other actions that requires hands or speech. Uh, creature can't use, activate, or wield, or otherwise benefit from any of its equipment. The D and D. Wait, wiki? can I? Yeah, you can Hang technically run up walls then. Okay, well, then, yes, I run up walls. The, the duck is now. Game statistics, on the including mental ability scores, are replaced by the statistics of the chosen beast. So, it's oh. like question mark. It does game statistics include class levels? I. This is a silly conversation. <clears throat> very. Yes. Very very pointless. Uh, but I have been turned into a duck. What do you expect? Like <laughs> you know what? That's fair. I can't really argue with that one. <laughs> um, let's say that. The duck does have Fall Rock's abilities, but no innate understanding of how they work. So, as the a duck, as uh, he, he runs up the wall accidentally. <laughs> and then falls down, because he doesn't remember that he has to keep moving to maintain it. Oh my god. Uh, Yakety Sax plays the whole time. Uh, of course. Once Leylan has shadow stepped his way back onto Teliferous, presumably, unless unless Leyland's just abandoning us now, I'm assuming he's coming back to Teliferous. I mean, Leylan was thinking about going and looting the thing. I mean, that has got to be that thing has got to be prime for some 
goodness. But you know what? You are absolutely I guess we, right. I guess we are just going to blow it up. Not the whole thing. Just the reactor. We can loot everything else. If we blow up the reactor, how are we going to get into it and loot it? What? Well, there's nothing powering the reactor currently. It's, it's offline. That's why it fell. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the reactor is just a casing designed to contain elementals, which the very concept of is abhorrent to me. So I want to destroy that empty casing, and then I don't care what happens to the rest of the Valor of Jux. Like, scrap yeah, it Flying hard. Chernobyl didn't explode. They they safely removed the fuel core and shut down immediately. Yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're good. We can loot this thing. <clears throat> Until the Juxian army shows up, in which case, uh, you know, we, we probably only have, like, four or five hours. Yeah. Well, yeah. not counting the Juxian army on site. Look, they're, they are in no state to be fighting us. Fair. Uh, worst case scenario, I do have a trick up my sleeve. I can, I can give them an order as Alabaster Ravenwood, commander of the armed forces, telling them to fall back and regroup. I okay, sure. <laughs> that's that's the voice I've chosen. I yeah, so it would seem. Voice. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I get with everybody. At some point, somebody tells me that Falrock is a duck because Ched's at being coy for figured, some reason. Some point I mean, I, it, I, I feel just like it, for for the, by the time Ched and I get back there, it's got to be around an hour. <laughs> Yeah, and surely Chad would have stopped concentrating by now. <laughs> Unless he thought it was funny. I mean, that's possible. I mean, I, I don't... I, have I? Do I know that you've gotten back to the ship? Yeah, I assume... You're back to the ship, yes. Like, what, what are you... Yeah, I would think you're back at the ship as well. I'm, my Am thought I? process was Did that... I? Okay, what would you do what if you, not regroup <laughs> at Teliferous? What, what are you... What are you... Look for stragglers. What stragglers? Oh, you know. If there's anybody else who uh, who might have been left behind, who might have, you know, maybe somebody from from Jux was standing by. You know, there's some gliders. They had some. They had a glider core. Oh, so you're taking prisoners of war? Like what? I mean, there's there. This was a huge cataclysmic event. No, I this I agree with you. That there's going to and... be stragglers. I'm saying, what are you doing with them after you find them? Like, do you just have? A I don't copy? know. I haven't found any. <laughs> Have I? Uh, make an investigation check. Sure. Oh, I don't. I didn't even look at the die. I was looking. What's my in my investigation? My intelligence modifier, and then I look at the die, and it's a two. So, <laughs> oh. um, you, three. You do not yeah. find any stragglers or survivors, or really anything of interest. You're then just... I return to Teliferous. Okay. Uh, Desmond is chasing Falrock around with a knife. Wait a minute, but if you're Ched, then who's the duck? Whoa! And I stop concentrating on Polymorph. Uh, yeah, mid-stride, mid the duck explodes in a burst of feathers, and Falrock is there instead. Oh. Falrock! Ched! Why? It flies. Why not, any, why not anything else? Would you rather have been a Dismodu bat or something? A, a pigeon? A like, giant eagle? A gi Okay, a giant eagle, sure, but could you have gotten onto the Teliferous that way? Yes, I mean, presumably. As a, I, as I a still giant made it back eagle? as a duck. 
How big are giant eagles? They're like large, they're like the size of a horse. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyways, now that it's we are all here, situation we all had to do things. We all did things we regretted. Regretted? <laughs> 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 he got back. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, I was a little busy. I was meaning to ask you guys, wasn't the plan to ditch this thing into the storm, not directly onto Judge? Well, you just, like, no flew fucking. after Ravenwood not telling us how do we how do we go about disabling the weapon system? I had how to do we go about the piloting the, the valor of Jux once Look, we eliminate the people on the bridge? And so you go off, so I improvise, and I... Ride the weapon system, which made it go all crazy. So all that's right. what happened. Well, and then the gnomes were. We told the gnomes to just turn off the weapon system, and instead they turned off the whole ship. All right. Well, it what's done is done. We've all made some mistakes today, but I think I'm still gonna call this one a win. Ravenwood dead? Yes, Ravenwood is dealt with. Oh, okay. You sure? We didn't I... see the body. <laughs> Ravenwood not is dealt back. with. That's not going to come back okay. and okay. mess with us. Surely not. Um, I I am notably wearing his coat right now, so... <laughs> the stealing a man's coat doesn't necessarily mean you killed him. <laughs> uh, about that. <laughs> um... We have one last thing we need to do before we do whatever else we're doing, and we need to destroy that reactor housing. Um, Falrock or Leyland, can I please have one of you on the guns? Desmond, can you please move the ship into firing position? We need to destroy this thing. It has caused untold grief to the continent already, and if they are able to salvage it or learn from its design in some way, it will only cause more. Okay. Uh, Leyland, deletion seems better than immolation. Fair enough. Okay, um, uh, I'll, I'll actually, gone. I'll move on to the navigation console to save Desmond some strain, and then, uh, shift Deliferous into a position where Leyland can freely fire on this reactor housing until it is no more. Okay. Um, whoever is going to be firing the weapons will need to make some attack rolls. All right. And I forget what, um, it's been a while. What, um, modifiers do I get to this or is it just. It's whatever three? your dexterity ranged attack modifier is. Yeah. I think it's just dex plus proficiency. Yeah. So like when I shoot an arrow or just my like normal, like modifier to dexterity. Uh, when you shoot an arrow. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Same. That is a total of 25. Oof. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not hard to hit. It's mostly just, you know, Teliferous itself is, is pretty much constantly in motion. Desmond likes to fiddle with things, etc., etc. Oh, I'm flying it now. It's rock steady. Um, also, making sure that you hit the appropriate bits. Um so, yes. Uh, go ahead and roll me, uh, let's say, uh, 5d12. 5d12. Uh-huh. All right. 
Yeah, we any so modifiers to that fire. or no? Nope, just five d twelve. All right. Okay, six, four, <laughs> eleven, eleven, and six. Okay, uh, you managed with your shadow beams to shear off uh, several large chunks of matter. Um, the reactor housing seems oddly resistant to this particular assault. Um, and you're not sure why that is, um, but like you're doing damage to it, but based on your past experiences with your weapon of, uh, on the Teliferous and how little is left behind, this is showing a remarkable amount of resilience. We either need to try Fall Rock, or we might need to just go down and investigate it ourselves. Uh, I think we should is, investigate before we just this is something, try and crisp it. This yeah. might be something a little bit more than what we... I, I mean, thought. it is designed to resist the magical power of a Elder Storm Elemental, so I I suspect it's going to be like pretty magically reinforced. Um... Let's go down there and investigate. Maybe it would be easier to cut the supports around it and just lift the whole thing out and steal it and then dispose of it later. <laughs> yeah. Just take it to a scrapyard. <laughs> I was going to say just drop it off the edge. I have a tiny non-zero concern that <laughs> dropping this thing into the anchor storm might try to contain the anchor storm. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I really don't want this thing to be anywhere near any storm ever. Fair. It is also, a... Since we know there's a civilization down there, aren't we just dropping something into, like, for we another... We know there's a civilization below the... Below the cloud. Yeah. Okay. But not necessarily directly below here. That's fair. Yeah, it's it's confusing exactly how much of the like spherical portion they take up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, let's go down there. I, I gather up the away team, and either we teliferous down next to it and then repel, or I just feather fall everyone, and we go into the reactor. Okay, you arrive at the, the exterior of the burning wreckage, and I think we're going to stop there. Um, and come to our little away expedition uh, in the next episode. So, I've been Joe, your host and dungeon master for the the end of the Valor of Jux. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at the Alchemist Club eighty eight at gmail dot com or the Alchemists Club eighty eight at gmail dot com. Uh, you can find us on any podcast hosting platform of your choice. Um, Matthew, what are our socials? You can find us at the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter and at the Alchemist Club on TikTok. And our intrepid adventurers today were Daniel playing Jetfleet. Kayal playing Desmond. Quack 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 quack. <laughs> Matt and I play a Bale. Waffle playing Tarjex Heiko. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs>